Hey, what's up, guys? This is Andrew Smirsek with Combat Archery. I'm here with my girlfriend, Ashley. Hello. You <laughs> <laughs> dork. I don't know how to introduce myself on... Um, Just say, recording. what's up, guys? That's all. No, that's your thing. I don't have my thing yet. Oh, whatever. Develop my thing. Anyways. Maybe it's just gonna be, hey, ha ha. Hey, ha ha. <laughs> Anyways, if you're still here at this point, <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about uh, priorities. So, this is gonna be kind of a broad thing. Uh, first thing we're gonna talk about, though, is obviously if you're listening to this, you're like a gun owner. You've already bought your guns, you probably have a whole bunch of them. And. Uh, if you're an alumni or you're about to train with us or someone else, um, you're, you're ahead on your priorities. Now, the thing that I see a lot is when you look at like general public, uh, most people, yeah, there's like people who own guns, people who are thinking about owning guns, people who will not own guns. Uh, the people who don't ever want to buy them, I don't really care about them. They have a different mindset anyways. Um, and we're not trying to speak to them. But uh, for the people who are about to purchase a uh, gun for self-defense and then uh, the people who already own them for self-defense, uh, we're more talking to you guys. Now, if you've already gotten some training and you've practiced a lot what you learned, you're ahead of the game. Now, everyone who hasn't, you need to get there. Um, and now we're, when we're talking about the things that you should buy, I'm going to hit on this as much as possible because I don't think I've hit on it enough. But before you're carrying a gun, you should already be carrying a tourniquet, a flashlight, and a knife. Uh, those are some tools that you are more likely to use. Uh, and the knife, not necessarily for fighting, but you, like, you'll just use that for anything. But you should have one. Um, but a tourniquet, flashlight, and a knife. Uh, you know, the tourniquet, it can save a life. Uh, and it doesn't have to be in a gunfight. It can be in a car accident. You know, it can be um, like when I was a kid, my my neighbor, uh, she fell off her bicycle and she was able to put pressure on her legs. She had arterial bleeding and uh, she was able to get her son to run over to my grandpa's house. Uh, it was my grandpa's neighbor. <laughs> but uh, she... He was able to run over to my grandpa's house and get my grandpa to call 911. Thank God her life was saved. But if she had hit her head, you know, it could have been different. Uh, I'm not saying the son would have been able to save her life, but just having that tourniquet can make a huge difference. She's very fortunate to be alive today. Um, the flashlight, of course, you see stuff, but you can deter the threat. You can, uh, you can disorient the threat. You can blind them. And it's basically, at night, portable concealment because everything that's happening behind a light, if it's bright enough, they can't see. And then the knife, of course, defensive use, and it's also just a great tool. Anyways, now, the priority of training. Um, lots of people make excuses to themselves to not get training. And the thing, the thing to think about is, you know, first off, you can't afford it. Um, you know, whether it's with us, our training is very affordable, but or with someone else, uh, all you have to do is either work a little bit more, sell some bullshit, or 
sacrifice a little bit. Like, if you own 20 guns, you could definitely sell one gun and be way more effective with training. Babe, you, you see it a lot at the tent too, right? People coming in. And in what? What do you, what do you? Like people who, who are coming in, they own a lot of guns, but they, they haven't gotten any training. Yeah, and the other thing I see a lot is like people will come up, they'll be like, I grew up with guns, I've had guns my whole life. And they're like, I carry every day. But yet, they don't know how to do a simple draw. Yeah. They don't know how to clear a <laughs> malfunction. And it's like, okay, you don't know how to draw your gun, but you carry every day. Like, are you thinking that you're just all of a sudden going to know everything once you finally become, enter a situation where you need to draw your gun? <laughs> like, I just don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's that, there's that um, false self-confidence thing where people think, well, I own the, the tool. And that's gonna scare away the bad guys, you know, like yeah. <laughs> they create what I call the best case scenario in their head where they're like, Oh, I'm gonna put my laser beam on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna see that, he's gonna be scared, or uh, well I'm just gonna I'm gonna shoot him here and it's gonna stop him. They say like I always saw this at the gun store too, like I only need one round, you know. All that nonsense. But um anyways. The nonsense people won't won't get trained anyways. I'm not worried about them either. Um, they should, but they're not gonna. Um, but when people say like, you know, oh, I don't have the time or I don't have the money, you can open yeah. up your time. You can get the money. You know, like that Chris, is, yeah, it is what you make a priority. Like for me, one thing that helps me get into the mindset of making certain things a priority. Like for example medical training that's one thing that people don't really get excited about people don't really want to take a class on you know because it's not as exciting as shooting guns and stuff but I think about it as like what if something happened to you right now and you were bleeding out I want to be able to do something I don't want to sit there and just have to watch it happen I want to always be able to be proactive in a situation or what if it's one of the kids that I'm responsible for you know Mm-hmm. Like, I always want to be able to do something in a situation. And, like, that's what, in my mind, makes it such a priority to me. Yeah, like, we're literally passing a car accident right now. And they got uh, an ambulance, a fire truck. And this this truck is tipped over. Like, literally right now, we're driving right past it. Fucking terrible. God damn. Like, I guarantee someone got hurt in there. That truck is on yeah. its side. Oh, definitely. And... <laughs> You know that, yeah, like you can't. You know, you don't know. You're gonna, you're gonna be in, you're gonna be near an emergency sometime. You don't have to, like, I don't have to get out and help that guy. You know, but being able to, that's an important thing. Um, thank God there's already ambulance and everything there, because I would not like, you know, I don't want to have to be the first responder. So thank God they're already there. But being able to. That makes a big difference. And the other thing, too, is, you, like, you know, like Jay Gibson, uh, Tasha Response says, you know, you are going to be at all of your own emergencies. Yep. And, you know, if you got kids, you got, you know, like, I got a girlfriend, you know, I want to be able to take care of my girlfriend and my kid. And even if the, you know, if the emergency services get there, when are they going to get there? 
Yeah. When they get there, it, are they going to be able to get in and start getting to work right away? Um, One thing I never really thought about, too, that they brought up at Immediate Action Medical, like yeah. I, I had never really thought about this, is that um, if there's a shooting or something, the police need to clear everything up first before medical aid can even come in. Like, the ambulance can't come in until the police have done everything. So it's like, at that point, you're right. Like, at what point are you getting medical aid anyway? Yeah. You know? And even if the police get there, it could be like Broward County where the... The dude just fucking sat outside. He didn't go in. Mm-hmm. You know, and everyone was told to stand down. So, and no one has any, like, no one. No, no law enforcement officer. No um, civilian. None of them have a duty to protect you. Mm-hmm. So, it's up to you. And, you know, like I said, I'm there with my girlfriend. I'm there with my kid. I want to be able to do everything. And like, you know, like Jay Gibson says, whoever you want showing up to your emergencies, whoever mindset, tactics, skills, and gear that guy has, that ultimate badass, just be that guy. And if you just own 20 guns, <laughs> no training, <laughs> no medical stuff, you're not that guy. Mm-hmm. You don't practice this shit, you're not that guy. And even for myself, like for myself, I know what I'm good at, I know how I could get better. Uh, I know what I need to get good at. The, the stuff I don't, I don't know much about. Um, we work on that, you know. Um, and if, as far as training goes, again, you don't have to train with us. You definitely should. But mm-hmm. there's lots of great places you go train. Just look at our list of interviews. All those instructors, great people. Go train with them. Um, and then go out to like Thunder Ranch and uh, other places that we haven't been to yet. But anyways. Where's it going with that? Um, yeah, if it's an excuse of money and you're driving a nice vehicle that you're making payments on, you know, you you could probably turn that one in and get something not quite as Gucci that you're not making big-ass payments on. And you can afford a lot of stuff in life. Uh, you could, again, sell one of your stupid guns if you own, like, 20 guns. Even if you own, like, seven guns, you know? Sell one of them, get, take a class, you're going to be more effective. Um, or just stop going out to eat. Literally for a month, that's going to make a big difference. Um, stop doing random little purchases when you go to the store. That Those add up. Or get a second job. Work on something. Do some extra, some overtime. Um, figure out a product you can sell. You know, like I've already been able to make rifle slings a good part of my income, and you guys should buy more of them because that helps me. <laughs> but all right, now with priorities too. So that is a priority. Um, and it's your mindset that brings you there, like wanting to be that ultimate badass that's at all of your own emergencies that can handle it with your priorities too um let's talk about active shooter because uh, I know I know people who watch this channel that's that's something that's a topic along the lines of what what you want to hear about so maybe you were saying something earlier well I've done a lot of nannying and 
the way I see it is if I ever end up in a situation, whether it be an active shooter or any other kind of situation, my responsibility is to the child in my care. No one else at that time. It's it's all about them to me in a situation. You know, they are my priority. I was trusted to take care of them. They're my responsibility. Like I'm worried about my responsibilities. I'm the one who has tra I'm the one who sought see I'm the one who sought sought out training. That sounds right, yeah. right? <laughs> You're the one who sought training, yeah. Yeah, I'm the one who sought out training. I'm the one who was prepared for this situation. I'm going to handle my own responsibilities. Everyone else should have already done what I did. Yeah. I'm not your, responsible. Your priorities, yeah. Exactly, and like the way I see it is like kids, like I'm, I love kids and like I'm always gonna try to like help kids in this situation because they can't defend themselves. They're they're innocent exactly whereas like a grown man if something happens to him and he didn't seek training he doesn't carry a gun he doesn't have any medical training he's not my problem like yeah. he is not it's his own and fault women also like women should be seeking training yeah like yeah if you think your man is gonna is gonna handle the situation for you first off is he even there mm -hmm. uh if he is there is he even is he that ultimate badass is he really or do you just say he is? Do you just think he is, you know? Um, we're not shit-talking anyone. It's just, you know, if you think about there, there's a lot of those dudes who are the, you know, I'm the dude who owns 20 guns. And then if you really understand what he's doing, like we talked about in the other videos, um, what was it, uh, who to take advice from. If he just owns like 20 guns, they all got shitty optics on them and all he does, he's into building them. He's into the guns, not into anything else. He just likes the tool. You know? Yeah. That doesn't mean he's ready to he's ready to protect you. Yeah. He hasn't been there yet. If he hadn't had any training, he's just shot at the range. That doesn't mean shit. Keeping the gun so while you hit the target is not a big deal. Yeah, it's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all shooting really is. When you break it down. Um but yeah, the way I see it is it's all about who you have a responsibility to, you know, like priorities. I have a responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Like, kids in my care, um, your daughter, you, my family, like. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, you know, um, let's see. So, like, the, the phrase priorities are our friend Paul over at Fight Train. He uses that phrase when he teaches. And I was like, man, that's, that's genius. Now, one example, um, and I'm, like, roughly quoting it, but it, it's, it's, like, it totally made sense because it was kind of like what I always say. Um. And it's what I believed, but uh, Don Edwards put it into better words, and then I kind of I took it and kind of like uh, made it my own. I don't even remember exactly what he said, but basically, you know, if I'm at Walmart and I've got my daughter, or if I got my girlfriend, or if I got both of them, and some dude who I can clearly tell, like <laughs> I, I have positive identification that he's just a psycho, gassing up everyone with his AK or whatever. You know, he's just going crazy and shooting people. And I have clear line of sight I can take him out. And my priorities are my daughter and my girlfriend. They're getting out of there alive. It really, really sucks that those people are going to get hurt, you know. But your priorities are your family, right? You got to get them out safe. It doesn't make any sense to go out and try to be a hero and 
your priorities end up getting hurt in the process. You know, those people, they should have equipped themselves to handle that. They don't. That's not your fault. Yeah. But if it's just me alone, you know, I had, I've had enough training. I, you know, I have the mindset and I've, you know, seen enough combat where I'm okay with going in and actually doing something about it. But if you're going to go in and do something about it, you don't want it to be that, that that's your most, that's like your first, first exposure to this. You know, like, uh, go take force on force training. Like we just took uh, the fight and immediate action medical attack response. Like, the fight is my most recommended class. Yeah. You take that, you will see what I mean. There's all, all the things that you thought, those things are going to change. Um, they yeah. just put you in very uncomfortable situations but makes also, you react. there's a lot to think about with being deciding to be the person who goes into that situation and decides to be the hero what, yeah. it's also like what tactical response is what can you live with like yeah. for example are you going to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and be like I did the right thing if you go in and you save all those people because on the other hand if you do get hurt for example you I my boy my boyfriend's gone. Um, your daughter doesn't have a dad anymore. Like, yeah. that's the other thing you need to think about. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah, and well, it, it's like I would encourage you to to seek the training to be able to handle that. Yeah. Um. It's it's just one of those things where it's like I look at it like this. If if I got my priorities there, my my daughter and my girlfriend, they need to get out safely. They need to. If it's just me, I believe the right thing is to go in and stop that guy. Mm-hmm. But that's also like a personal decision. Like, yeah. and also like for you, you have the training. Like you, you can handle the situation. Like I firmly believe that you could completely handle it. Whereas someone else who's like, for example, one of those people who's like, I carry a gun. I've never drawn it before. Even in training, <laughs> but I'm gonna go handle this. It, yeah. You're kind of getting ahead of yourself, yeah. you know. Yeah, my my empty chamber. And yeah, I can handle this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you might end up doing more harm than you do good. You know. Yeah. Um, at that point. And that's a that's a big thing. There's a big reality to that. Even even when I say like I'm okay with going in, I recognize full on I could not come out. Maybe you know, or I could be seriously fucked up in the process. Yeah, I've you know I yeah I've seen that I've seen that, um, but to stop evil, it's, it's definitely the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and the other thing to consider too is that even if you do go in, like not only are you at risk, but you're also putting other people at risk too. It's just like when we explain the firearm safety rules: know your target, positive identification. You know, when I say that there's a guy at Walmart gassing up everyone with his AK, it's pretty obvious that's not an undercover cop. That's not a um, concealed carry person defending themselves, right? Not a responsibly armed citizen. That's just an evildoer, an active shooter, shooting up the place. But you go in, you miss that guy, you ND, you shoot at the wrong person, whatever, you know, that's on you. That's that's your fault. 
that's not the active shooter's fault. That's your fault for doing that. Like, that's your responsibility. What? I'm kind of getting off into another thing, but one more thing I want to talk about priorities, like something you and I have already talked about before, is like, for example, if we're in a situation and you get shot, I need to handle whatever else is going on still. Like, whoever's still shooting, I can't come help you yet. Like, and that's, like, you're my priority, you know? Yeah. But my priorities your priorities can change kind of you know you well, know yeah. what i mean well that that no that's still in the line of priorities because like you think about it i mean well okay look at you know any acronym uh-huh. you know patient safety in pmarsh b or like the five b's um yeah, bad guys bad guys bad guys and then bleeding you know um yeah <laughs> well i'm just trying to say like um sometimes like you need to focus on like, although I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I want to help you, you need to handle, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like all fucked up. You're just getting too wordy. <laughs> I know. And it's too fucking hot in this car right no, now. No, I like it. No, it's ridiculous. I'm going to burst into flames. Um, Yeah, but that that's a part of any any medical class, or at least it should be. You know, mm-hmm. Take care of the thing that's putting, in hold, putting holes in people before you try to try to fix those holes (laughs) but anyways guys yeah so priorities again just because you own some stuff doesn't mean you're ready for shit if you're saying that you don't have time for training make time if you're saying that training is too expensive make some more money sell some shit sacrifice something it'll make a world of difference just because you've been shooting your whole life and your granddaddy taught you how to shoot it doesn't mean a fucking thing all right there's better information out there has anyone really evaluated you or have you been evaluating yourself right what standard are you really setting for yourself so that ultimate badass that jay gibson talks about be that guy again we just drove by a truck that was tipped over like that's fucking terrible it was like straight up on its side those people on there probably got really fucked up and if you were that guy in that vehicle, you'd want to be able to handle anything that happened to yourself, right? Maybe, it, and that's if he's still alive. But if you're in that vehicle and it was it was someone you loved next to you who got fucked up, you want to be able to handle that. And that was just a car accident. That wasn't someone trying to kill them. So, be that guy. All right, guys. Y'all be safe, get some fucking training, keep fighting communism, training saves lives.